0: What's up, everybody? This is uh, Lions Among Men, episode one. Uh, Been wanting to do this for a while. Just haven't really gotten around to making material and haven't made time to sit down and think about what God's brought to my heart, but finally did it. Um, It's been weighing on my heart pretty heavy the past week. So I finally made time and got the material together. Uh, today we're going to talk about wisdom. And I know I'm 23, and you know some people may may not think there's much wisdom, but in actuality, in my life there has been quite a few lessons uh, and trials that I either wish. That I had wisdom and it just wasn't there or that has given me wisdom through the, that learning process of that trial or tribulation or you know just the life lesson um, I think me being the young man that I was uh, thought I knew it all mixed with no real walk with uh, Jesus was more than likely the reason for some decisions that now that I look back in hindsight I look on with shame and guilt um I grew up in church you know my dad always used to say he had a drug problem growing up as a kid uh his parents drug him to church every chance the doors were open and that's how it was for me too um Sunday morning Sunday night Wednesday evening youth uh we were there we were at the church um, the other day I was having a conversation with one of my good friends and he was saying that kids like me growing up in church and being drugged to church and everything um, you kind of you kind of miss that learning window because you've heard these stories your entire life and so by the time you get to understand them, by the time you get to the age where you can understand what God is saying, you've heard it so many times that it seems like it just goes over your head. So sometimes you have to stop, slow down and reread or or meditate on something for, for a day or two for it to click. And that's how it is for me. Um, I'll read scripture, and I'm like, "Oh, I've heard this story," so I'll just kind of skim through, and I'm like, "Wait, I don't. I need to slow down and and really dive deep on what they're saying here." So, um, I think it's that way for a lot of people, actually, that grew up in church and heard all the stories. Um, so, the first verse. I have today is James 1 verse 5. It says, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Um, That's pretty simple to me. Um, If you need wisdom, ask God and He'll give it to you. Um, I think sometimes our flesh is very stubborn and we, we want to figure it out on our own. We think we know the answer, um, at least that, that's how it is for me. I can't speak for anyone else, but that's how it is for me. I'm very stubborn, hard-headed. My wife would attest to that, um, but I think I'm right all the time. I think I have all the answers, you know, and up until recently, that's how I lived. Um, I didn't ask for wisdom because I thought I either knew the answer I was going to figure it out on my own or I was just going to struggle until, until it passed. Um, but James, is all we have to do is ask and he'll give it to us. Um, the second part of that verse is pretty impactful for me. It says, he will not rebuke you for asking. I think sometimes we're, we're scared to ask because we're scared of the answer. Um We don't want to hear what God has for us. We don't want to hear His answer. Um, I think sometimes we're also scared to ask because we're afraid that that person or God in this instance will think that we're, you know, lacking knowledge or ignorant. Um, and for me, I don't like it when people think that I'm not smart enough to know that answer. Um, That's been a big struggle in my life is, I guess you could call that being accepted in a way, Um, but it lays it out right here that all we have to do is ask and he'll give it to us and and he won't rebuke us for asking him. Um, I remember one time and this is just kind of a going back to my childhood growing up just talking about wisdom or the lack thereof um, one of my good one of my childhood best friends was at over at my house and my mom had went to the grocery store and I was probably early teens um, we were watching a movie and uh my mom came home, but neither one of us heard her because we were watching this movie and just you know talking whatever. Um, my mom had come home and she walked up to my bedroom door that was open, and I had no clue we had no clue that she was home and uh, I was rattling off about something, and I was cussing like a sailor um, and it was one of those mo- moments out of a movie. You know, I got done saying what I was saying and my mom just cleared her throat, you know, and and we both snapped around and I looked and and Andrew looked at me and I looked at him and I looked at my mom and and all my mom said was, Andrew, I think it's time for you to go home. And so he only lived about three blocks, so he just walked home. He didn't even waste time calling his mom or anything to come get him. He just walked home and, and I knew that I was, I was toast, um, and he knew it, too. He got out of there as fast as he could. And I didn't want him to leave. Because I knew that as soon as he walked out that door, my mom was going to was gonna light me up. It's going to hem me up. Um, and I think, going back to what I said at the beginning, I think that was more just me not walking with God. Because if I had been, if I had a relationship with Jesus then, those words would have never even came out of my mouth. But I was... I was not walking in the faith and I was, I was just trying to show off for my friend, be funny, uh, end up, end up getting me in some serious trouble, um, where I was lacking wisdom and I wish I would have had some, um, some more verses, examples of wisdom. Proverbs 1, 7 says, fear the Lord. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Um, to me, the verse, um, the first part is pretty clear. Um, fear, fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. The um, Bible talks in many places about fearing the Lord Um, but the second half but fools despise wisdom and discipline I guess it's not so much confusing as it just is hard to um, make my flesh seek out wisdom and discipline because it wants to do what the world does and I think it's a daily struggle trying to stay in the word and 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 gain wisdom and discipline, and be disciplined about keeping God's commandments and staying in His Word and reading and praying and and everything. Um, the flesh fights fights the spirit daily on stuff like that. Uh, Jeremiah. Nine, twenty-three, and 24. This is what the Lord says. Don't let the wise boast in their wisdom. Or the powerful boast in their power. Or the rich boast in their riches. But those who wish to boast. Should boast on this alone. That they truly know me. And understand that I am Lord. Who demonstrates unfailing love. And who brings righteousness to the earth. And that I delight in these things. I the Lord have spoken. Um, God lays it out pretty clear here. To to all of us, um, sometimes people know that they're wise and they brag about it. Um, they know that they're smart and, and they, they flaunt it and I don't know for me personally that's just not, that is very off-putting um, for me personally when someone's like that. Um, Do not let the powerful boast in their power. It's kind of the same thing. Um, it's just people of power, you know, president, governor, whatever. Um, it's it's telling them to be modest um, and not abuse their power. Don't let the rich boast in their riches. How many times do we see that in today's society? Um, some, some crazy rich person is... is is posting on social media, you know, they just bought a new Lamborghini, or, or uh, they don't wear a pair of shoes more than once, or, or just just crazy stuff to to a normal guy like me. And I'm not condemning those people, but the Bible says, "Don't let the rich boast in their riches." Um. That seems to be more prevalent, and it also seems to be. The reason most people want riches is to brag about it, to boast. And the Lord says, don't let the rich boast in their riches. Verse 24 says, But those who wish to boast should boast on this alone, that they truly know me and understand that I am Lord, who demonstrates unfailing love and who brings righteousness to the earth, and that I delight in these things. And then he says, I, the Lord, have spoken um we as christians if if we're so if we need to brag so bad if we need to boast so bad god is telling us that the only thing that we should boast about is that we truly and fully understand and know him and have a relationship with him that is the only thing we should boast about in our lives to anyone ever um he says he is the Lord who demonstrates unfailing love and who brings righteousness to the earth. I don't know many people I don't know any other people that are capable of bringing righteousness to the earth. Because um, so we are a very, very unperfect, unperfect society, world, people um, and then he says, "...and that he delights in these things." Makes him happy when we boast and brag about that we truly know God and that we understand that he is the Lord <clears throat> and that he is <clears throat> excuse me, sovereign over everything. That makes him happy. He delights in it. When we talk about that to other people, when we brag about it, um... So I think that's a, message, that's a call that we should boast proudly and brag proudly that we know God. And that, that we should say it to where everyone will hear and, and know and turn to, to the Lord. Um, Hosea 14.9 says, Let those who are wise understand these things. Let those with discernment listen carefully. The paths of the Lord are true and right, and righteous people live by walking in them. Um, Again, the Lord spells it out. Let those who are wise understand these things. Let those with discernment listen carefully. The paths of the Lord are true and right, and righteous people live by walking in them so we as followers if we're trying to be righteous and wise then we are to walk in the paths of the Lord because they are true and right he says it right here the paths of the Lord are true and right and righteous people live by walking in them we are called as Christians as followers of Jesus to walk in the paths of the Lord because they are true and right. Um, that's pretty tough some days to walk the straight and narrow. I mean, anything anything can set you off. You know, you know traffic or you... Forgot your lunch, or you you know any there's anything you can get a text you don't like, you know somebody somebody pop off at work. I mean there's a new numerous number of things that could happen to make you to make you get off that straight and narrow and and think a bad thought or act or verbally say something. Um, but it says let those who are wise understand these things. I think I think daily. We have to remember that the Lord's paths are true and right. And if we, com- if we constantly stay in that mindset, if we constantly tell ourselves that, I think that it will be easier. I'm not saying it will be easy. Uh, I'm not saying it will be perfect. I'm saying it will be easier to stay focused on staying on the path, the straight and narrow, you know, the path of God, um, the path of righteousness, Honestly, that's what it says right here. And righteous people live by walking in then talking about the paths of the Lord. Um, I think it's for me that's going to be an, a goal of mine now to, to stay plugged in and, and focused on the true and right paths of Jesus. I think, I think um, wisdom is something that takes a very long time to understand and obtain. Um, I think it would be very hard to do without Jesus, impossible to do without Jesus. Um, it's very hard to do because our flesh fights against our spirit daily. Um but i think that if we focus on jesus and we focus on staying in his word and and praying and and being the best the best humanly possible that we can be i think that we will obtain wisdom through those experiences and 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 through staying in his word and praying and you know my dad used to say that two things that we should do. Um, And it's pray, read the Bible, and hang out with people that do those two things. I guess it would be three things. Um, Pray, read the Bible, and hang out with people that do do those two things. And I think if we'll do those three things, sorry, excuse me, if we'll do those three things I think that we will obtain wisdom maybe a little bit easier. I'm not saying it will be easy, but maybe a little bit easier than if we were just trying to do it on our own. Um, Let's pray. God, I thank you for this day. Um, I thank you for laying this message on my heart. Lord, I pray that uh, that you would let it sink in. I pray that you would remind me every day to stay, um, stay in your word and stay in prayer, and keep focused on your paths, for they are true and right. But Lord, I I thank you for this day. I thank you for this opportunity to to get into your word here, and, and I thank you for my country that it's free and that I can do those things and and not be you know, thrown in jail or, or persecuted. Lord, I, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you for your amazing grace that you saved me. God, I pray that you would help us to be bold and to speak your word um, to all the nations, Lord. pray that you would keep us safe and, and healthy. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.